Gospel Message Week 16. Gospel Message Week 16. The topic of this gospel message will be Seek me and find me. How do you find God? How do you find God? I guess, how do you grow in the spirit? And how do you grow spiritually? How do you find God? Um, I listened to a sermon sometime last week. And when they say the word of God is a double-edged sword, it truly is a double-edged sword. The word of God is a double-edged sword. It pierces through every being, everything within you. I love that verse in the Bible. It pierces through everything within you and makes you come on your knees, get on your knees rather, makes you get on your knees and totally submit yourself to him. And it comes with the understanding and, you know, the, 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 the spirit and the grace of God for you to actually get to that point where you listen to the word and you know that this is God speaking to you. I experienced that this past week. And that was making me understand that I haven't found God. He has found me. He has found you. But have you found him? And how do you know you have found him? The book of Jeremiah 29 verse 13 was where this pastor, this apostle that I was listening to online, where he actually started out from. And he said, well, the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says, you will seek me and you will find me. Right? When you seek me with all your heart, that is when you will find me. And then he says to underline all your heart. And I was like, hmm, that is different because I know, yeah, seek me, you find me, knock and the door shall be opened unto me, you know, um, ask and it shall be given. We know that verse like the back of hands because when we're praying, we use that verse a lot. But what we're missing is when you seek God, you find God, you can only find God when you seek him with all your heart. Deuteronomy 4 verse 29 also says, But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou seek him with all thy heart, another extra one, and with all thy soul. Deuteronomy 4 verse 29. If you seek God with all your heart, and with all your soul, you will find God. Now, the question is, how are you finding God or are you looking for him? Do you just pray? You know, because we're meant to pray in the morning. We wake up, we pick up our Bible, we open up the, the phone, we go through our Bible verses for the day. We use that Bible verse and we pray you know, or, you know, we fast and like the norms, the normal things that we do. Is that how we're looking for God? Are we even looking for God? Do we even think about the idea of looking for God? Or are we just creating some sort of a relationship where, you know, I need God, you know, in times of need. So he doesn't forget my voice. He doesn't forget who I am. But are we truly, truly, truly seeking the face of this God. Are we truly, truly, truly looking for God? Because he says, I'm trying, I'm trying to understand when you seek me with all your heart and all your soul, how 
Do you seek God with your soul and with your heart? The first thing that I understand is it comes from you being hungry. It's it's like the book of Psalm 42 where it says that as the deer pants, the deer pants after the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Psalm 42. It's like, how do you seek God if you're, you don't have some sort of a fire burning within you? Brings me to the book of Jeremiah versus, no, Jeremiah chapter 20. And I believe it was Jeremiah chapter 20 verses, hmm, where is that verse? Verses, verse 9, I believe it was. And it says, then I said, I would not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones and I was weary with forbearing and I could not stay. Like the word of God is what we need to like get into. Not reading it because I'm supposed to read a verse today. I'm supposed to read a chapter tomorrow. But like when you do sit down and you read the word of God, like you're reading God, you're having a com- communication with God. You're having a conversation with God. Like, like that that burning feeling you get within you, it, it burns because it's the word of God. The Bible is, the word of God is a double-edged sword. Like it pierces through everything within you. If you feel that presence of fire within you, where your, your whole spirit is like on fire because you're reading the word or you're listening to a word of God, then know that you're in the presence of God. Know that you have found him. You might find him for that moment, but you want to keep that relationship going. And I think that's the problem we Christians tend to face. We listen to that one sermon that gives us like this goosebumps and this feeling that we've never had, this rush that we've never experienced before. But once we're done with that sermon or we're done with the word at that particular moment, we're done. We're done. But how do you continue Continue that relationship, continue longing for God, continue seeking for him. You have to stay still. You have to stay where you are and continue in that moment, in that feeling. You have to continue in the word. A lot of people believe that, you know, once they they pray, once they fast, once they read the word, trust me, I do all of that. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But there's a difference. And I think we all need to search what works for us, between us and God. What might work for me might not work for the next person. What might work for the next person might not work for me. The man of God that I was listening to the other day also talked about an an encounter. When he gave the definition of this encounter, he says it's a place of intimacy with God. Where those who are desperate for him meet God. Now, you have to figure out what your place of intimacy with God is. You have to figure it out. You have to understand that you want to start finding God. And the only way you can do that is doing it with your heart and with your soul. 
if you if you know how to put your heart and your soul into something, I will urge you, brothers and sisters, to move that same desire, that same energy that you put into that thing, into seeking the face of God, into finding God, into finding God. It says a place of intimacy with God. I'm quoting that now because those are not my words. A place of intimacy with God where those who are desperate for him meet him. The next thing he talked about was sacrifice. What can you give God? What can you give God? The starting point of your spiritual life is to trust God for a hunger that will last for a lifetime, quote unquote. You, what can you give God? What can you give God? Your time? That, me, in my case, is it an hour that I spend watching Nigerian movies? Is it an hour I spend watching all these other movies? Is it an hour I spend with the kids? Out of 24 hours, we can't even set aside that time for God. What can you give God? Is it a space that in your heart that your family has taken up or your, your job has taken up or whatever it is that has taken up? What can you give God? I'm not here to give you a solution to anything. I'm here to just tell you to think about your, how you're seeking and how you're finding God. Are you finding him? Are you looking for him rather? Are you looking for him where when you look for him and you seek him and you search him, you will find him? Have you found God? If you have found him, I would love to know your pattern and how you actually walked your way to finding God. Do you think God is actually close enough to you? There's a part in the Bible I can't remember, but it says something about how God is not far from us, but he's near us. And that is because he's near us. He's in our hearts, our soul, our being. But if we don't search him with that heart and that soul, we'll never find him. We'll never find him. We need to go to God in prayer. Now, again, I said it at first. I said, we do read our Bibles. But now the, so the, 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 the pattern again is you still, we need the word because the word is God. But it is how you read the word. Prayers, yes, we do all of that. But it is how you pray, what you pray about. Your prayer point should be God reveal yourself to me. Now, <laughs> revealing yourself to me will require other things to, to take place. When one thing starts, are you going to be prepared for it? Because when God comes, God comes. Seeking God, finding God requires you dwelling in the word. Dwelling in his word. Not for you to memorize the Bible and know where every chapter and every verse and everything is. No. But like when, you, when, you, when you're in the word, you know that you're, you're soaked in the presence of the Most High God. <sighs> the key to knowing God is death. Until you die, the word of God becomes alive in you. Until you die, the word of God becomes alive in you. Again, another quote unquote. When they say you die, we're not saying you physically die. You 
you you give up certain things or whatever it is, I would say give up anything that is holding you back from not having that deep, not just a relationship, but deep relationship and understanding of God. Abraham was called a friend of God. Like when I read the story of Abraham and God, I'm like, wow, are there people like Abraham this day and age? Are there still people like Abraham this day and age? When I read the story of David, when he committed that grievous sin and he went before God and he just laid it all down and God killed his son and he just got up and he's, it was as if he understood God. It was as if he, he knew this God, like he knew him. It might seem easy, but he knew the God he was serving, like like he had a relationship. It's like for me, for somebody to do that to me and I just say, you know what, whatever, not whatever in the sense that, you know, I'm not going to deal with you anymore, but still deal with you. That means I understand the reason why you did what you did. David understood it. Abraham understood God. Like it was like that relationship that I asked myself, which means that I don't have it with God, obviously. If I'm asking myself that question, that I dare still people like Abraham and David. But God says something. He says, I am an unchangeable God. I do not change. That means if there is someone willing to be an Abraham, willing to be a David, he's willing to be God to that person. An encounter, a place of intimacy with God. Let us find that place of intimacy with God where we are desperate for him. If it is the word, dwell in the word because he is the word. It says it in John. I'm going to read it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word itself is the book of life. You read it and you see God in everything. He gives you an answer to everything. For me, I, 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 I feel like I don't have an answer to this, but I, I, my spirit just keeps saying that I need to share it because I was, I've, I've been trying to figure this out. I need to know how to grow in the Lord. And I, from, listen, from listening to this sermon and from reading this word, I realized that I've been doing it the wrong way. So now my prayer is, my prayer has been for the past couple of weeks now is that God should just reveal himself to me and teach me and lead me and direct me. Maybe I'm not one of those people that need to fast 24-7. Maybe I'm not one of those people that need to pray 24-7. Maybe I'm not one of those people that need to read the Bible 24-7. Maybe I'm supposed to do something else. Maybe I'm supposed to reach out to those that are needy or reach out to those that, are, that, that need counseling, but I'm just doing the wrong things. And maybe the God that I'm looking for are in those places. I'm looking for God and he might just be in the midst of those people that need help. <laughs> you know, he might be in your families. He might be within your friends, within your coworkers. But because we're doing it the wrong way, we're not, we haven't found God. I urge you, brothers and sisters, go to God in prayers. Let him know that you are lost without him. Let him know that you're desperate for him. Let him know 
that you want him to reveal himself to you and reveal what path you should take to find him. Because he himself says that he's close to us. He's not far from us. But we haven't found him. And I pray that in the name of Jesus that we shall find this God. And once we find him, we should grab him, hold him. There's another part this um, person says. It says you cannot bypass the cross and put a crown on your head and say you have gotten to the throne. The way to the throne is the cross. I think that goes back to us saying, you know, the key to knowing God is death. Until you die, the word of God becomes alive in you. Quote, unquote. I'm quoting this person's um, sayings because they were so powerful. They were so, so unique in the sense that it really, really, really spoke to me. And I hope this speaks to you and I hope you find God. In the midst of this calamity that we are all in right now, I hope you find God. God is that peace within the storm. I hope you find peace within the storm. God bless you. Amen.